Hi everyone, it's Lisa Morell again, and I want to welcome you all with all of my heart to the Transforming and Thriving Through Horse Wisdom Summit, where we are all gathered here together to talk about experience, be inspired by horse wisdom, and all of the ways that it can be enjoyed and practice through the wonderful guests that we have lined up. One of whom is Kim McElroy. Hi, Kim. Hi there, Lisa. It's so wonderful to have you. Thank you so much for joining us in your beautiful space. You said that's your studio, right? Yes. Okay. Well, first of all, everyone, I'm going to tell you about Kim. I met Kim probably, she and Linda Pahanov the first time back on the East Coast, 2005, I think. Yeah. some ridiculous amount of time ago <laughs> so let me uh i'm gonna read you all about her okay for over three decades kim mcelroy has been renowned for her visionary equine art the horse is her muse ever inspiring her to find new ways to awaken humanity to their healing gifts through her incredible mastery of pastels and her talent in writing about her artistic insights kim conveys the power and beauty of the horse's form. Yet more than that, she offers us a timeless glimpse of its soul. Oh, you're so, I'm so happy to hear. In the equine assisted learning community, Kim is most known for her illustrations of Linda Kohanoff's book and card set, Way of the Horse, Equine Archetypes for Self-Discovery. I certainly am. I actually uh, use this as part of my uh, work in my equine assisted coach training program. The popular set is now being reprinted as a revised edition to be released in spring. Uh, it says 2021. Do we mean oh, 2022? Two. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know. There were people who were saying, what happened? They're like $350 or something now. And I said, just wait. Yeah. Tell me. They're coming out. And now right. the same thing. <laughs> so uh, as you will see, many of her beautiful pieces, we're going to kind of do a little tour. And uh down below you can find her on her website and there's a very special surprise for you at the end of this so stay tuned all right kim i wanted to ask kim to join the summit because i as i said to her when she asked me these really wonderful questions what are we doing and you know what is your your purpose in doing this i realized that what i had not been able to articulate to her and perhaps not to, to a lot of people because I'm just allowing this to evolve. I have structure, but I'm allowing it to evolve, is that I don't know that horse wisdom is seen as an artistic muse. I see horses are so beautiful and you do them so much justice with your art, but we're focusing on horse wisdom. What gifts do we get from working with horses and how do we bring that into our daily lives and this is a an incredible perspective because art is so uh, impactful in our society it's such a a rich and absolutely important essence of humanity and so how the horse wisdom speaks to you through your art is definitely something that i wanted to to include in this. So thank you again for coming. Awesome. All right. Although this is going to be a conversation, I do have some questions. And of course, first is what inspired you to do your first horse art? 
Well, the first horse art, uh, it actually was before I could even articulate what horse was probably, but uh, as a child, um, like many of us, I just wanted to be with horses. I don't know where it began. It just was in me when I was born. And uh, I lived in the city in, in a rural, or not rural, um, um, you know, a city environment, uh, bedroom community in Long Beach, California. And so it was uh, not part of my life. I didn't, um, I think pony rides at the local school fair or something was the closest I ever got to horses until I was probably five or six. But um, from my earliest drawings, they were part of my art. And um, when I, uh, all through school, um, you know, they were, they were part of my art and I knew I wanted to be an artist. So those two things were neck and neck. <laughs> and um, so then when I graduated college, um, I was uh, going to art school and realizing that, you know, my I wanted a voice for my art and a unique um, way of expressing myself. And I didn't know what that would be. Uh, you know, when I pursued uh, my studies, horses weren't necessarily part of my art uh, at that time, but then um, that summer in between uh, years of college, I was um, at a, a home of a family friend who had horses and Arabian horses. And um, I had never, and looking back, I had never been with horses at Liberty before. I had been, I'd taken riding lessons as a child. I'd always loved horses. I saw them on TV, but you know, um, I didn't really have a consciousness about what it was like to see them free. And that was a turning point, a huge epiphany for me. Um, and I'll uh, walk you around and show you a little bit of what, how that evolved, um, what that sparked in me, in my art. And that, that, that grand conjunction of the event and the drawings that evolved from that started mm -hmm. everything in my journey towards horses. Mm, beautiful. I love that you saw them as symbolizing. Well, you hadn't seen them in free form, so to speak. And that that is something that I don't know. Maybe I'm just making this up. Are you do you equate horses with freedom at this point now? Hmm, good question. Yeah, I think it's not necessarily the the concept of freedom for me as much as um it's va a vastness a, a a powerful spirit that um that has freedom as one of its elements but it's it also has stillness it also has i mean there's just too many words and concepts to to even express um yeah i think for most people they represent freedom because they think of them running and wild horses and you know that kind of feeling but um um I guess it's the feeling of uh, how they they're free and how they express their emotions through their bodies. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Mm. It just evokes a certain image and feeling for me. Well, obviously they did for you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, when you started working as with horses as muse, what obviously 
you give us so much through your art. What do you receive when you are working together with horses as muse? Well, I, uh, I'll show you the drawing that evolved that day. And I think that can answer the question as I speak to it. Okay, I'm just gonna put you on speaker view because I wanna be able to see yeah. it nicely, okay? Okay, so here's a little, I'll turn my camera around so you can I just, see. The whole thing is so beautiful, the studio here. Thank you. It's been a dream come true creating it. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just take us for a tour and speak to us. Okay. So this is a sketch of the the horses that I that I saw that day. Let me see if I can zoom in. I don't know if I can. No, I just have to hold the camera up there. Can you see it or shall I get closer? I would like to see it closer if that's okay. okay, if it's possible. Oh, look at those feathers. Oh my God, everything in here is so beautiful. I'm just gonna hold the camera because I think it'll be easier. Okay. Oops, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so this is- the Oh script. yeah. Oh, wow. Beautiful. And what, uh, in looking back at what happened, in this experience um, was when I saw the horses moving and dancing and playing um, when she offered to let them out. Cause I had been trying to sketch them in their stalls for my sketchbook for homework, you know, which all those things sound really dull like homework. Even though I was with in the presence of horses I didn't really know how to, how to be inspired by them when they were standing napping. So um, I, I just was frustrated by that. And then mm -hmm. she, when my friend said, you know, would you like me to let them out? I'm like, sure. And so she did. And then I was frustrated by the fact that how am I supposed to draw that when they're moving? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just seemed impossible. Like there's so much, so much going on here. There's no way I can photographically, you know, take a picture in my mind and make that still. So, we had been learning um, in class, there's a technique called drawing on the right side of the brain. And uh, it's it, one of the aspects of that teaching is learning to draw uh, quick movements in very few lines. Mm -hmm. And that really served me when I began um, trying to express this movement on paper. And that's how it uh, came out. And what was amazing was um, I had to become still in myself in order to channel that uh, expression, how to, how to take all of that movement and put it into lines that, that made some sort of sense. That is so beautiful. Let me see if I had this straight. So first of all, you had been sketching things, sketching the horses in their stalls. And yeah. that sounds like kind of boring and you wanted, you couldn't sketch any movement. So then when she let them out, there's all this movement and you're, you're feeling as though, how am I supposed to do this? And then once you became still, you were able to do it. Yes. I so, had to, it was like the stillness with all the, the energy swirling around me and also in sort of the, the memory of the energy. Cause by that time they had probably run around and, and express themselves and then slowed down again. But I, I still had this impression of what had happened. And so I almost had to re uh, to bring it up in myself as a feeling again, um, make it 
a new present moment and and then express it in in oh, the drawing. and the drawing had to be as wild as they were <laughs> that is so beautiful you had to did you say re-experience you yeah, had, to I had bring the moment up re, like re uh put myself in that moment again find what that feeling was in me and and then let it come through my hands onto the paper it's kind of like a refresh oh i love that well kathleen barry ingram is one of our guests and she talked about the limbic revision and how in the body the body is the horse wisdom for her and so that sounds like that happened for you too how what would you say the wisdom of the horse was for you in this situation yeah it was um I think it was the feeling of how other beings affect us, like how we can have a language, even if we don't know what the words are or what the gestures are in my sketch, for instance, mm -hmm. um, that the, the feeling was the language and, and the way of expressing it was, was learn how, how to learn the language. Expressing and how to learn, yeah. And so if you were, you know, if you're a writer or you're a, you know, um, you're trying to convey a concept that, that the horses inspire those ways of defining what's intangible. Exactly. Yeah. And this is what so much of what this whole summit is about. They come up and, and then they manifest, as you say, when you 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 got very still you recreated that moment again refreshed it brought it up again so that it could be expressed through you into the uh the art what you yeah. actually put down wow that's so powerful so that let's see what do you now this is a question i know wasn't on here how do you feel that translates to others when well, your art. Oh, when they see my art. So that was that was the epiphany actually that started in that same moment, that same day, because um, my my good friend Geska, my mother's um, friend, uh, saw these sketches, and she was an artist, and so I admired her and and valued her opinion. And this was the. I mean, I had I could do realistic beautiful drawings at that point, but this was something completely new for me to do something kind of gestural like this and almost abstract. And so I wasn't sure what to make of it. Like, is this beautiful? Is it, you know, is it- what is this? <laughs> will people, can, he, can people even see a horse in this? And she looked at it and she said, um, you know, she pointed at one of the sketches and she said, is, is that Hala, the, the name of the horse? And I said, yes. And how do you, how can you tell? And she said, it just feels like him. And I went, oh, it um, feels like him. It doesn't look like him, but it feels like him. And that, again, looking back, uh, now I can understand what that was. But at the time it was, it was like, there's, you know, someone can look at the drawing and feel that moment again. And so, so my feeling could translate into the viewer's feeling. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Isn't that incredible? Are, are you still amazed by it? Always. <laughs> it's a humbling feeling that they, so what role does the horse play in this for you? Well, I think the horse is a catalyst. Um, they are, um, their quantum energy in, in a, in a dynamic form that has a much more, um, they just inspire by their presence. There's the, the, the vastness I was speaking of earlier, the, the, the presence that they have. And, and when, you know, I think that, I mean, I, I admire other artists and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm humble in my um, expression of, of how I see my art in the world. But I also know that my intent is to define the, that energy in a way that the viewer might be able to experience it because I'm experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And I, I found over time that um, it's not just about painting the beautiful form. And a, a lot of artists are really good at that. But I can, I can go to a wildlife art show or an equine art show, and there's only a few pieces that I can really feel. And, and I, it's, it's all beautiful, but it, you know, there's some people that are able to uh, tap into that being. And, and that's what I'm seeking. And that's what I think horses want us to, to, to experience. So um, the horse is the catalyst, then you become the catalyst. Right. Others. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So how do you take this connection, this, this experience, this embodied uh, horse wisdom into other parts of your life? Well, I, I think once you're tapped into that horse consciousness um, awareness, mm-hmm. whether you have horses or not, uh, I think of horses as being part of my psyche Mm -hmm. so there there's not really a separation between uh my my life and it could be because I'm always thinking of them and I'm always thinking of my art or thinking of my actual horses or or experiences with people who also are in that vein but I think that once we like open the door to that um, experience and that wisdom, and we begin seeing the world with that in mind, um, uh, the expression of the horse as a consciousness, then whether we're with them or not, um, they're with us. Mm-hmm. So it's about, it feels like you're talking about developing a new lens through which we see the world. Yeah. And that determines how we interact with it. Or which do you think comes first? The way you're feeling them and therefore you see things differently? Or the mm-hmm. other I can't really define it. It's, it's not, um, it's not words <laughs> right exactly so i would say feeling um i i don't know i 
one of my uh, quests again in this uh, in this summit is to really take what hear and see what horse wisdom is for different people and uh, more uh, more well articulated or at least make it more tangible and so that's why i'm asking these kinds of questions right. so I'm, I'm and i hear constantly it's from the feeling it's from the body but you're taking it into it and i know every, uh, many other people have done this too taking it into a realm of spirituality it yeah beyond just the uh, just the physicality of it beyond yeah, the biological it, impact it has it's uh feeling it it's almost like i mean in my in my world how i sort of operate with the feeling of horses is they're they're what you might call spirit guides for me and for those who follow my work and believe that uh that consciousness is uh, more than you know the horse Oops, sorry i think i just turned my volume down more than the horse um just uh the physical horse here on the planet but the the consciousness and um and their awareness with humanity and what they're trying to teach us at a, at a conscious level a subconscious and super conscious spiritual level mm. so that began that wasn't i mean i didn't know all that of course when i started but but i had i had a glimpse of it like i i knew that they were in me for a reason and that they were there was something about how i wanted to express that nameless um indefinable thing uh in in the art mm. uh, but then the more i succeeded at that the more people uh, expressed to me that they felt the same thing and none of us could really put it into words, but that's what the arts were. Exactly. Yeah. There is a, uh, for me, there's a divine connection, uh, through horses, how I can experience my own spiritual path, how I can, uh, yeah, it takes it into another dimension that I had not been able to experience so fully until yeah. I started this work with horses. I mean, I've been around horses for a long time because I wasn't like you. I can't paint. <laughs> I can't, I'm not very crafty in that way. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the whole, I really feel like this work is sacred work for mm -hmm. me, that it is truly about honoring all of it. The, yeah. the bad and the ugly, if you will. And yeah. the discoveries and um, really full of gratitude for so much. Um, did you have some other pieces you want to show us that um, yeah. are really speaking about all the things we've been talking about? Absolutely. Are they uh, inspired by it? Okay, I'm going to put you to sleep yeah. again. Okay. Okay, so um, when I sort of the next phase of what I could express would be when I met this horse. Uh, his name is Avenger. And sorry, the light is. No, no, we can see him nice. Beautiful. Um, yeah. He was uh, uh, an Arabian stallion that I met 
um, at a horse event where this, his family, his um, owners wanted to have me paint a portrait of him. And I was fairly new in my business and, and, you know, and in my art, I wasn't creating art of this caliber at the time. I was 22 years old, but when I met him, I truly felt like he just gave me all of him um, when I met him. And in the photograph that I took of him is a glimpse of him, but, but I saw who he was and I felt who he was. And mm -hmm. he really seemed to respond to me. I had never been in the presence of such a, a magnificent, wild, <laughs> incredible presence of a horse. And, um, and I know that just infused me with all of what we were describing in this, what I call the spirit sketches. But now it was like the upping the ante and, and saying, this is how, how are we going to paint this in, you know, a form that's tangible and, um, and has a presence that he has. And I know that he influenced me greatly in my inspiration for him, but it was also that similar experience of how do I feel in his presence? How do I take that feeling into my studio, you know, from Phoenix, Arizona to, to my studio in Washington, three months later, whatever time period had passed, how do I call that up again in, in a drawing that is taking me, you know, days or weeks instead of two, two seconds, you know, it's, it's a whole other way of, of having to hold that space. Well, it's very similar to what I'm talking about in terms of taking it beyond the experience. Yeah. Experience. It sounds like he kind of gave you his blessing. He did. Yeah. And what, what also happened, um, which people can read on my blog, uh, mm -hmm. is that I, later years many many years later um probably maybe even 20 18 20 years later the art that i had painted of him ended up connecting him with someone who needed to be his new owner which literally saved his life so i i know that there was a grand plan there spiritually that there was some sort of connection between he and i that the art was almost like a prophecy like it it had to be uh like he drew me to him and that was his journey and i just got to be blessed to be part of that and it was incredible um so that experience i think led me to a lot of awareness about that sense of consciousness and and um kinship and and um his name is destiny's avenger so destiny you know that kind of feeling with with a horse being uh that that you know is bigger than um just what people define horse as that is just i think it's just inspiring so many images and questions for me mm -hmm. uh, that people it's as though he uh, not as though he awakened something in you yeah that was there 
I always say horses make conscious for us that which is unconscious. And uh, so we've been talking a lot about energetic levels and I just keep the spiritual realm just keeps coming up for me. Mm-hmm. when I talk to you and your website is spirit of the horse, right? Right. Spirit of horse. Yeah. Spirit of horse.com. Yeah. Right. And all yeah. So do you have anything else? Well, and then this, uh, that sort of um, style and realism also began to evolve into this series, which I call horses in the elements. And uh, this is one of the cards in the way of the horse deck. And I also have a series of horses and waves and, mm-hmm. and like, and um, this is called bonfire. There are seven horses in the, in the fire. And the, this series um, also like came into my life as a feeling like it was meant to be. Um, since I was a child, I was always seeing images and things, driftwood or clouds or, you know, um, the wall panel in the, you know, the wood grain. And I think we all have that in common. We just don't pay attention to it. And when I began seeing horse shapes and waves and clouds, I realized that they were everywhere and, and horses since they're my language, I see them everywhere. (laughs) So, well, that is, in fact, if we want to be conscious, if we choose to have an awareness, once we do, we can't unsee it. It's everywhere. Right. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, um, Pastel, the medium I work in. um, So these are, uh, this was the first of the Mm -hmm. This was the first painting I did, first drawing I did. I call them paintings usually, but I would say this is more of a drawing mm-hmm. um, that was translating that those sketches, the spirit sketches into color mm-hmm. and form. And this was my first pastel um, as well. So all of that came together when I realized that pastel was the medium I could most express in with that freedom and that sense of spontaneity. Um, But I didn't know at the time, you know, that it could translate into realism and depth and form. Um, Well, it wasn't time yet. This is totally a journey that you're (laughs) taking us on, your journey. Yeah. Yeah. So these are the pastels. Uh, They're just millions and millions of beautiful colors and, they're soft. Uh, they're not chalk, as 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 people often call them chalk, but they're um, they're uh, a pigment that's just barely held together long enough to be be able to actually apply it. But it's very delicate and um, comes in in just so many incredible colors that it's like a big box of crayons. <laughs> well, <laughs> what you're talking about, there's so many metaphors to this that uh, we can apply to our journeys. And the fact that, okay, you it was inside and then you could draw lines and then finally you're putting it into color after you had the uh, come to Jesus meeting with Avenger, <laughs> <laughs> right? And he just yeah. like, this big blessing for yeah. possibility and uh, validation. And then, yeah, how you just kept discovering yourself as you were going through this journey. Yeah. 
giving it, giving it so much. So what would you say the horse wisdom is in, I mean, we've talked obviously about it, but if you were going to have to articulate it more succinctly or tangibly, what might you say that you have put into your paintings that you have lived your life through that they have given you in any of those ways? Yeah, I would say, um... I grew up in in uh, a very spiritual household, and um, uh, my mother, especially, was into what they called science of mind at the time, um, religious science, church, and uh, mm -hmm. the 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 belief that you create your own reality, and um, and and that when you when you're seeking what you desire or want to achieve that it's about um recognizing it's already so and oh that is just so modern <laughs> what's going on right now yeah okay go ahead go ahead i i'm loving this <laughs> and i i think through um my experiences with horses in my art as well as horses in my life um, as I said, they're a catalyst. So they're, they're, they've given me the path to manifest and see realized things that I never could even um, I couldn't even define myself what they were until they started happening. But it's this dance between um, how would you like something to feel? Oh, here's the feeling. Well, how how can I express that? Well, here's the response, and you know this this flow, and and that happened through not only you know me speaking this language with my art into a void, but with people who who saw my art and, and gave me feedback uh, immediately because I was in um, showing my work to the public, just me. I didn't have, uh, I chose not to, and it wasn't my path to broadcast my art through galleries. I just went right to horse events and horse uh, shows and things. So I was meeting people in person and this was the days before the internet. So. Um, it was a very powerful experience to be in the presence of someone when they're seeing my art for the first time. And I can imagine. And to, to really, um, re, again, re-experiencing it through their, their experience mm -hmm. and the, the emotion that comes up with their interpretation or their um, understanding or their realization that there's something here that is helping them define what they need to hear or feel at that moment. And, and so it, it, it's like the horse's presence, I carried them with me out into the world and, and my art became the experience that people would have if they were encountering a horse yeah. in that moment of epiphany that they needed. That's so beautiful. Mm. That's so beautiful. So horse wisdom, the way you were allowed to do this is through it coming through you 
to opening up, opening up to that which they had to give. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, there was a sense that that what I was trying to define through horses as my as my language mm -hmm. uh, then carried their message to whoever needed it. You know, when they when they gifts. were able to see it. Right through your yeah. gifts. So you opened yourself up to them to receive their gifts so that you could use your gifts to open it up for someone else. Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, house of mirrors, house of cards, <laughs> forward, whatever you want to say. So yeah, and that and then that's what led to really the way of the horse card deck because when I met Linda and, and we had many um, connections on many levels, excuse me, uh, I realized that I was at a workshop at, at uh, my friend Sandra Wallen's Chiron's Way and was when I first met Linda. And I, that was my introduction to um, her work. And I just kept get, getting this impression like, the feeling of being in the presence of a horse and doing this body scan and this self-awareness and this learning how to feel inside myself or what I needed, because usually my work was about what do other people need, you know, what does, what does humanity need or what does the horse consciousness need, connecting those two. But when I first went to a workshop and I was like, oh, but here I am, what do I need in this moment? How do I need to heal as well? Uh, which again was happening through horses. <laughs> um, then I began thinking at the same time as I'm doing this healing, oh, well, this is the same thing, like being, being in the presence of horses and having this reflective moment is what people do when they're standing in front of one of my paintings and they they experience the art they have this reflective moment so it was it was like full circle mm -hmm. you know this this uh it's experience. like a nautilus it just goes on and on <laughs> i love it yeah um so to wrap up here for you i know you have an unveiling do you want to tell us about that and show us that yeah so um uh this painting is created for a project i'm working on with my friend sandra wallen i mentioned from chiron's way and we're doing some writing together and creating a project um, which is to be announced but uh i can say that this beautiful uh, painting is one of the pieces that will be in this project and uh, it's very exciting. And I wanted to share it with you because um, partly selfishly because I love to share <laughs> and also because I wanted to um, share the moment with a, a live audience, or, you know, live whenever, wherever they're gonna be when they watch this. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, I won't be there while they experience it, but I have a feeling that I will, uh, it will resonate. And um, 
the, just the experience of seeing a new painting is always really profound. Um, so I wanted to share that with your, your audience. Let's see it. <laughs> Okay. Drum roll, drum yes. roll, drum roll. So I'm going to go into my little gallery. There's so many goodies. I probably would stay in that room for a very long time. <laughs> and then this one. Okay, I'll uh, pull off the transparent covering here. Okay, is everybody excited? I am. Okay. Let's see, cricket here. It's very hard being a videographer and an artist, hey, you know. You know, the horses are with us. You know, <laughs> the horses are with us. The horses are with us. Okay, let's get it where we can see it here. Mm. Okay. Oh my, oh my, here, I'm gonna make this bigger. Let's see here, oh, it's just exquisite. Oh. And uh, seeing the, uh, hold on. If you look carefully, which may be not possible in a video, but there's images in the rocks of horses and other beings. Mm. And this beautiful sunburst and oh yeah. Beings. There's so much birth in it, mm -hmm. so much history in it at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's uh, an integration of, I don't know, everything we've been talking about. So much there. Mm, thank you so much for giving us this sweet, sweet gift. Mm. My deep pleasure and mm -hmm. honor. All right, as we close, you can keep the camera on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, my goodness. Wow. As we close, I want to thank you, Kim McElroy, for being with us and sharing your journey with us and how horse wisdom has awakened in you and how, as a result of that, you were able to gift us with so much of that awakening through your art. Mm, my pleasure. It's been delightful talking with you and having a uh... Having your questions help me put things into words. Well, you know, sometimes we just need to every once in a while. <laughs> All right, Kim, thank you very much. Thank you everyone for joining us and I'll talk to you soon.